Hello and welcome to the podcast. Now, this is a voice that you haven't expected to hear, but it's Michelle, Big Rab from the Big Rab Show podcast. So this week, we're going to talk all about piping and drumming, all things bagpipes, and I can't wait. I'm taking over this. Hey, hello, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> what is, what, is, this, is this the Big Rab podcast or was it? I think I might have talked over the star of it a wee bit. That's all right, you know. <laughs> Folks, this is the show pod, but we have Big Rab on the scene and he has graciously joined us for another wee episode. It's been, how long has it been? Is it 16 weeks since you were last on the show? Aye. Oh, I can't even mind. Aye, it was before Christmas anyway, Joe, that's for sure. It was, it was, I think it was the 9th of December. Boys, there you go. You've got the calendar out, mate. Yeah. <laughs> But for Christmas, yeah. Mm-hmm. One of your earlier ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, that was the second episode. And it still hasn't, been, it still hasn't been any better because we're, it's the microphone's packed in tonight and I'm using something different. <laughs> but no, man, I've really been enjoying the show. And do you know really what I've kind of been enjoying most about the podcast is that you call them your ramblings and stuff and you go off on tangents. That's the beauty of it. I love that. You know, because we all go on that tangent with you. Uh-huh. One of your biggest tangents this last while is when you were talking about camping and wild camping and all <laughs> that stuff. So I want to ask you all, all a load of stuff about this. Hey, before, you, before you ask yeah. me, the, 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 the podcast, it's to start off the, the podcast. We can't just. All right. Do... I was. We not start it already. I thought we'd start up, start the show. <laughs> Welcome to the Joe Show podcast. You're listening to the Joe you Show You are podcast. listening to the Joe Show Podcast. You are listening to the Joe Show Podcast. Oh, here. Brilliant. And it, yeah, it's good to be like... Uh, rabbit in the headlights with no script or nothing. That's great. I'll 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 find my feet, Joe. So you were They're saying there that with, you were saying that about me camping. Go ahead. What I, I was gonna I was gonna ask you then about your camping equipment and stuff. You said you had loads of gear, like you have a hammock and a wee yeah. stove and stuff. What else have you got? I've got a tent that I fell out with, and it's now lying in bits in the garage. You mean you fell out with? It and couldn't fall out with a tent. I couldn't get it up. <coughs> That's a different podcast right there. So you've <laughs> you've a tent and everything, and you've a hammock and all this jazz. So have you made any plans then to actually head out and go camping? Then I've been out once. I have to admit, right. And uh, I got Aye. scared about one o'clock in the morning and threw all under my ox and run like the devil to the car. Ah, oh, right. Because what I was thinking is when we're recording this, it's actually the Easter bank holiday weekend. There'll be a load of people heading outdoors Aye. at this time you Aye. know and staying local and all of that because of the covid restrictions and stuff so you know i don't know camping in your backyard and stuff the weather's beautiful at the minute so i was half expecting to re- recording this podcast with you out in your backyard well i've had a, 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 a day 
I was, oh, I was doing a wee bit of painting the boss. She's at work today, and she says to me, I want some of the fence painted today. So I was painting away at the fence. And uh, also, whenever in, in between times, I was chilling in the hammock. It was class. Lovely day for it. What was it. What's the weather like in where I felt? Aye, sun splitting the stones, as they say. Yeah, for sure. And then every farmer around here always takes it. That's the great opportunity to spread dung everywhere. So it's class. Mm-hmm. You can't <laughs> breathe. <laughs> <laughs> There's so you're lighting the... candles in the house and everything just so you can like get a breath. <laughs> oh, horrible. So oh, I the camping in the sticks, man. So the camping's going all right. I have to wait. I have to wait properly until the restrictions lift because it's not as if I'm going to campsites. I'm really just wild camping. So I'm going to a spot. Oh. I've uh, if I can be vague, um, I was in the middle of Balamoni Tun whenever I was camping that night. I was actually in the middle of the town. How could you camp in the middle of a town? Well, I was uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, behind the church, the local sleeping church. Sleeping on a bench? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. There's a wee wilderness bit in the middle of Balamoni. Right. There's a wee hidden, hidden wilderness. And I, I have a oh. thing called, called a bivy bag. And it's basically a rain cover for a sleeping bag. And I bunged the sleeping bag and they bunged the inflatable mat and a wee pillow and away I went and I threw the hood over me and I went to sleep and then I heard what sounded like a Bigfoot about one o'clock in the morning. Checkers, there's Bigfoot and Balamoney. Bigfoot and, Mar- and Balamoney. Is there any Bigfoots in Marfelt? Oh, any amount of them. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. Speaking of Marfelt. Marfelt. Marfelt was named second best place to live in Northern Ireland. Third. Oh, third best. Third. I thought it was second. Yeah. There was, uh, Marfelt was third. I think Hollywood was second. And then Grimsport, I think, was first. Mm-hmm. Something like that. But yeah, the town is really quite proud of it. Actually, the local paper, local press here has went a bit nuts about it, thinking, oh, we're class. We're the best town ever. Really? No. I think I think the reason why we got it is because we don't have any of the big chain stores that you normally get with towns the same size as Marfelt, like McDonald's Aye. and Tesco's and all these big brand name stores. Um, we have more pubs uh, per square inch than any other town, I would say. And uh, yeah, pubs and restaurants, bars, Marfelt's tripping over them. <laughs> it's, a, it's a decent place. Loads of schools and stuff, Aye. which helps, you know. Aye. And we're about an hour away from everywhere. We're smack bang in the middle, which is kind of the reason I love living here. And I had to, I had to go <laughs> leave it. I, I left it a few years ago. Ah, do you miss Marfelt, Joe, your hometown? I miss, the, I miss the wee town itself. I do, and I miss the, the folk, but Balamoni is similar, you know? Aye. They are kind of very similar. And I'm kind of like a person, yes, I hold my hold Marfelt or Marfelt as we would know it. And high esteem, and I would call it home or him, as they say in Balamone. But um, wherever I lay my hat, that's my home, you know. Is it, who sung that? Was it Paul Simon, was it? I think it was. Aye. That, yeah, I think it's Paul Simon. I don't know. Your podcast listeners can message in and say that it's totally wrong. And who's that Egypt Rab? Never bring him back again. There you go. But Rab, so, so you, you said you had questions for me, mate. So go yeah. on, throw them on me, mate. I'm ready. One question I should have asked you years ago, and I used to. I'll let, I'll let you think, see if you can remember. I used to pick the life out of you about this when we were on the air together. Right. I prefer boxers over briefs. <laughs> is that what it is? No. No. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> have you ever come out yet? Come out? Ah, where? Come out as being the pipe band hub. Ach, no, you've asked me that loads of times. Oh, and are you, how, are you, you? We know you are, are you? No, it isn't me. No, I, I'm a little bit closer to figuring out who it actually is. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those who don't know who the Pipe Band Hub is, it's uh, an online social media platform who do a lot of bagpiping news. And for the longest time, I was always accused of being the Pipe Band Hub, but it's not me. I, it turns I, out it's another guy. I started the rumors, didn't I? <laughs> you did, yeah. Uh, but no, it certainly wasn't me. It's yeah. someone else. And uh, they've kind of been absent for the last couple of years. Aye. And people wonder where they were, but now they're back. And so, yeah, I have an idea who it could be. And uh, just out of curiosity, did you hear in the news uh, a couple of weeks or a couple of two weeks ago, Donald Trump has started his own social media? You were talking about social media or media I don't know much about this, actually, but I think it's just Donald missing Twitter. Yes, you know. <laughs> you know, and he's been banned from it. Then he, you know, he can't get back on it again. I think he puts on these like different soccer accounts and stuff. And as soon as they spot him, out you go. So, uh, yeah, it's an asked interesting him, move. I asked him to come on the the, the podcast, but he declined. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be an interesting interview there. Yeah. So, Donald, <laughs> do you like wearing flip flops? Do you? Flip flops are class. You know the wee ones that have the wee toe thing in the middle of them? I like them too. <laughs> Melania wanted to come on, but he did. He wasn't sure because he didn't want Melania and me running off together, you know? I see. Melania, I, she's a different animal. Like, I've, I've watched a few of her speeches and stuff, and it's almost as if someone's behind her doing the whole puppet master thing, you know? Why? Very strange watching any of her speeches. She looks so uncomfortable. I've always said that... Uh, we're speaking about presidents. The coolest president ever lived was Barack Obama. Obviously, he did lots of things. They also did that thing um, with Bear Grylls. Like, what other president is it? Did, you, did you see yeah, that? Yeah, that's true. But hey, Bill Clinton played the saxophone and he smoked cigars. Oh, yes. And you know, uh, George Bush knew how to have a laugh. It, he had a sense of humor. Exactly. Yeah. So that's another one. So uh, our current president at the moment, Joe Biden, I don't know much about he's him. Sleepy. He's, he's always sleeping. You know, it looks as if somebody, you know, even last week he said that he missed his predecessor. Aye, he said that. Aye. <laughs> I think it's just like, oh, I missed the drama. Aye. Kind of thing. But you it, know. It almost as if he goes because off and think... doesn't know what he's talking about for a while. Yeah. Aye, it's like when you're visiting one of your old relatives in the old folks home and they ramble on about something about buying onions from the corner shop. That's Aye. what I imagine Joe doing. You know, <laughs> he's standing up there with a script and he goes, ladies and gentlemen, my good fellow Americans, do you mind when you used to get silver coins and we called them half crowns? Yes. Well, and you get so many half crowns to a pound. And that's, I'd mind Joe doing that. Stand at the podium, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Joe Biden, I think he's harmless. I, I don't know. He's harmless. <laughs> Yeah, I think as far as UK US relations, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you think he's allowed to go to the toilet? He's home saying he's he's that at that age, you know. Do you think he's allowed? No. To- yeah, sure. He slipped and fell near Bruce's arse getting out of the shower, didn't he? I know. <laughs> he's chasing after his dog. Who chases after? <laughs> who chases after a dog up and you're in the shower like? I, I don't know. That story made no sense. They My cat doesn't even come out of the chair with me. It sits at the, on the bathroom door waiting for me to come out. No but no business being in there. No. You know what I mean? Not at all. So why Joe has brought the dog in with him for, come on, we're in here, have a shower for a laugh. Yeah. Come on. 
that makes no sense. No, it so, But there you go. You know, that's why we're Northern Irish and we're no Americans. Maybe the All-Americans bring their dogs into the shower with them. You never this know. could be a thing, yeah. Why, you know, why, why waste water when you can rise the two bumps? There you go. But then what happens, you get, what happens you get the Bob Martin shampoo mixed up with your own and you start using it? <laughs> you would have a sheen for a week anyway. You'll have a very luscious coat. How have you been? Not too bad. It's not too bad. I've been dead busy, actually. You know, you settled into the whole the pand- thing. Oh, I have, yeah. But with the pandemic and everything, mm. um, it's made us all work in different ways. Aye. You know, it used to be I was never in the house. I was always out in the car, traveling to different places, doing different things. But now I'm at home all the time. Aye. And this Zoom conversation that we're having here, this is a new normal for me, Aye. you know. It's the only way to do interviews semi-in-person. You know, because you yeah. can't actually go to someone's house or their venue for a gig or something, for example. So, yeah, the work has kind of increased as a result because you're having to produce more content to fill more time, if that makes sense. Right. So both for Fuse and for BBC and for our own podcast as well, it just seems the work seems to have increased. If you know, Aye. I mean. mm-hmm. Whereas before I could have just went to a competition or a gig took a mic with me and that's a whole show what done. Kind of, what kind of you know hey kind? i'm here and let's listen to this band what kind of a mag what kind of a way what kind of mag? you just take a magazine with me i thought what kind of magazines he taking with him <laughs> i don't know do people read magazines now i don't it's all online i think everybody gets them on their tablet i don't know i don't know anyone they're aspirin you know yeah, that, that would be a I, good move. If someone, I don't think anyone buys magazines. No, but that'd be a great move if somebody made if a company made it made a tablet and called it paracetamol or an aspirin tablet. What? <laughs> you know your digital. You know your like, iPads or whatever. Aye. But a company came out and called it. I made a one of those and called it a, a paracetamol. But there's already tablets called paracetamol. That you oh, but this is an electronic tablet called paracetamol. The sun's blinding. Oh, I'm so confused now. See, this is you coming at the road side roads, and I get stuck and confused in the middle of it and all. You used to love doing this on the Rab Show, man. When you we were doing this on Fuse, you used to come completely sideways, and I had no idea what you were talking about. And then by the time we figured it out, it was time for the next song. <laughs> So yeah, you promised this actually on an episode previously on your podcast that you're going to be talking about Joe's ponderings. So you were. So do you want to tell the folk listening what Joe's ponderings was? Joe's ponderings was me, as you say, coming in from the other road and just and uh, I just I mind the one time as we were right, they always talk about as the goat simulator and Rod Hogg, oh, the, right. Rod Hogg, the magician, he was just a. What? Is this actually is this actually radio material? <laughs> uh, I think that video is still on YouTube. Actually, it is. It's a classic. Yeah, that's brilliant. But one of my podcast, one of my podcasts, one of my ponderings was uh, it was around Christmas time. I had been trying to find out how Santa got down the chimney. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, I don't kind of remember the actual conclusion of it. I got stuck in the chimney. And the fire brigade had to come and get me. It didn't really happen, but I just thought it'd be. Yeah. So, have we got a pondering then for this episode? Then a kind of a pondering now. It's more of on a saving money type thing. Okay. Alrighty. You know the frugal. 
Another way, whenever you're cleaning a baby's bottle, you're a wee brush. Yes. And whenever a chimney sweep comes, he's a big brush. Big stick. <laughs> yes. Where are you going with this? Well, I was thinking, what a, you know the way you, if you go to the doctor and you have to get a suppository because you're 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 bunged up. Uh huh. Would it not be easier just to get a big big brush? A big brush. Ah oh, no. Let I get a big brush for your well, rear end. What a smart do you think? Oh, I think it will a wee bit. Aye. No matter how soft you'd make the bristles, you'd still notice that puppy up there. Aye. Where would we be able to um, think? They say you've miles and miles and miles and miles and miles of intestines, haven't you? Hundred, yeah. Hundred yards, anyway. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't recommend any of your listeners to try sticking a brush up there to get stuff cleaned up like you would do a chimney. I have a doctor who's a friend, and he's uh, I have a friend who's a doctor rather, and he listens to the podcast, and I would like to hear his, his thoughts. I would say he may well agree with me that throwing a brush up there would probably do more damage than good. Would you need a bit of cream afterwards? You'd need something, all right. Sort of cream all over the place. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I think with that. But... I don't know. I don't know. It brings you on to... Do you remember at the beginning of the pandemic? Like we're nearly into a year of this now. Why? Where everyone went, everyone went mental buying toilet roll Bug all roll. over the place. You couldn't get bog roll anywhere. I know you're tripping over the stuff. Did you uh, wonder what the panic was? Was everyone just like dead panicking, thinking I'm having a hand about me back anyway? <laughs> so, I, I don't know. Do we save up? Newspapers a thing? Uh, rice, they were, they were not for not for wiping their arse, but I mean, they were, they were, they were, they were, they were buying up rice and pasta. You know, surely there'd be other things Aye. you could buy up rather than toilet roll. You could use your curtain, you the curtain of the, of the, of the bathroom window, like to wipe your arse if you were. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I have friends in Texas who actually suffered a bit of a, was it a drought or a power cut or something? I think it was a drought. Um, well, they didn't have any water to actually flush their toilets. So, oh, yeah, yeah the, what they ended up doing was something really quite genius is they raided their local pet store. Mm-hmm. And pet stores were absolutely sold out of kitty litter. So humans got buckets and filled it with kitty litter and just pooped in buckets for a few days until the water gets switched back on again. <laughs> now, you talk about ingenuity. Fair play to them. You know, I would never have thought of that because obviously it gets rid of the odour. It, you know, it's but not they, toxic. You won't get they, sick they from do it. do what cats do dig to get to bury it? Well, that's it. You see, you, you get yourself a wee shovel, and whenever you've done your your business, you shovel another wee bit of caddy litter on top of it to bury it. And... But here's the thing: that they get emotionally attached to it because whenever I empty Grayson's litter tray, yeah, he gives me the death stare, walking out the door with it. He wants to keep his. That's the that's a thing. The thing of cats, they just want to keep their poo. Oh man. No, I think humans are more than glad to get rid of it. Uh, <laughs> he's from Texas. He was telling me, he says, man, I said, you're saying that you've ran out of coffee. That's horrible and everything, but uh, we just want to be able to flush our own toilet. So, yeah, a uh-huh. kind of perspective. Perspective, I think, yeah. America did the whole lockdown thing differently to us. They were still, <laughs> holding, they were still holding hands and having contact, whereas we have nothing to get. 
No, nothing at all. And that was one of the biggest things, actually, because he's involved in the piping scene over there. And uh, they're still playing. They're still gathering together as a band and playing music. We're over here. The musicians can't stand within yeah. 50 feet of each other, you know. So Northern Ireland rules and the UK's rules in general have been a lot stricter. But yet our uh, death toll and infection rate seems to be dead high for some reason. Uh, which makes no sense. You know, I, I just don't know whether we locked it down too late too early i don't know yeah, it's a hard thing but have you, you've had the the vaccine jab haven't you joe yeah i did i had to, both of them you mentioned that on a yeah have you had both have you have i yeah there you, go. you mentioned that on the podcast about how you went to get it and how it was all dead quick and everything so there's no weird side effects none of that nonsense it was all just very straightforward um well apart from the extra two agree but other than that i think it was all right well the- no, uh, for me, it comes in useful, I'm sure. Uh, for yeah. me, it was like at the start, uh, the first one I had a sore arm, I could cut enough my arm for a few hours, and then I was fine afterwards. After that, it's been plain sailing. There you are. Um, oh, that's good. That's encouraging. Touch wood, yeah. Touch wood. Uh, you know, you, I suppose you haven't had it yet. You're too young. Too young, yeah. Uh, so, no, I'm waiting. I'm hoping that'll happen soon, but. What age was your last birthday on April Fool's Day? Uh, I had my birthday a few days ago. Yeah, I was 41. 41. So 41 years young. I'm sure your birthday's coming up shortly too, aren't you? I did. You're 37, 38, something like that. Folks, that, thank you very much for tuning in. That's the end of the show. <laughs> I'm 33, lad. <laughs> I know, I'm taking the mic. Yeah. It's <laughs> good seeing your face. But uh, oh, I... Yeah. When I was turning uh, 29, my my sister-in-law, Laura's sister, Claire, and she lives in Scotland, um, her and the Scottish cousins got involved and they, on my 29th birthday on Facebook, they wished me a happy 30th. And <laughs> A year ahead of when it was. And every year since it's been happy 31st, that this one's going to be happy 34th. <laughs> Now, she's turning 29 next year, and I'm going to say to happy 30th. Now, she'll probably just take it. Uh, uh, she'll take it, or she'll say, you're too smart. Or I don't know what she'll say, but she'll not take, she'll not take it as well as I have. Ah, oh, that'll be a good crack, actually, yeah. So you're going to be like me and celebrating a, a second birthday in lockdown then. Aye. Myself, I didn't do anything for my birthday. I just kind of sat in the house. We made have a barbecue, so hopefully the weather's nice. We're getting the yard, as I said, we're getting yeah. the garden all dolled up and fence painted and decking painted. And uh, she wants the uh, she indoors, like you know, the boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Laura wants new, sto- new, new stones or the same ball of money, new stains put in the ground. New we, we have gravel on the, the garden, the yard, so that's backbreaking oh. stuff getting that all raked up and get a shovel and put in the bags. And, uh, it's not easy work now for sure. So no, good luck with that, man. It'll, it'll all be worth it in the end. There you go. There you go. So happy birthday in advance. Thank yeah. you. So I have to ask then, you also mentioned on a previous show that you're actually heading back to live radio again. And you mentioned I am. that you kind of put, put your name forward. I for did. folks who haven't heard your show before, I've heard it, of course, you know, but if anyone listening right now hasn't heard your radio show, what can people expect from your radio show? Well, I have, I have this big grand. I've actually recorded already. Um, have you ever seen the Greatest Showman? Yes. You know the song. This is the moment you've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. 
I have a whole spiel recorded to that with my big return back to live radio. So, (laughs) but what can you expect from the Joe Watson show? Well, I suppose just something similar to what it always was, but a wee bit more tailored to things like there's going to be, I'm going to make sure there's going to be like music. So every, every, between each link, there's going to be a song, but then there's going to be a guest. Mm -hmm. And then there's going to be at the end, there's going to be always going to be a featured artist. And obviously it's going okay, to be fun, cool. fun, fun, fun game. What sort of a music game. show? Like a, a just specialist anything. music thing? or It's going to be music from yeah. from from anything from the 50s right up to the present day. So anybody, they can request anything they want. But it'll, it'll probably have to stick to one genre. Mm-hmm. So it'll probably be like that pop music or Elvis or you know, something like that there. Easy listening, I suppose, would be a, a better way to put it. Oh, nice. I like the sound of that. So put it across to... Uh, well, Joe, you'll have to keep your listeners posted. Uh, oh, absolutely. I'll keep them posted, as uh, you know. But I spoke to the station manager and she was quite happy. She sort of informed me that there's a few in front of me. So I I accepted that. And once pandemic, um, once the restrictions sort of settled, that I have to give her a call and go through the whole process of getting in there. And uh, like yourself, you're, you're not in the studio at the minute due to the lockdown. COVID. No, no, that's it. That, that there's only like seven allowed in at any time, so there's a break between each one, so that yeah. somebody comes in and cleans the studio. But the studio, the new studio in Fuse looks looks lethal. It's a nice setup. No, I'm not going to lie. Um, where you're sitting in that new radio station, where you have this like big bay windows, and ah. you can just sit and look out over the town. And what I found actually is I don't like doing a show in there. Oh. Because I'm so easy to distracted. <laughs> because you're doing a show, you're looking at your screens and you have your script and everything and everything's go and then something drives past you and you're like, oh, look at that. And then before you know it, you're like, oh, crap, I'm on the radio. And you're having to hit the buttons again. You're like, ah. So I get so distracted looking out the window. It's crazy. There you go. I wish you luck with it, you know. And uh, yeah, I'll definitely be tuning in. So yeah, let us know whenever you're back. Yeah. What's a day in the life of Rob? Like <laughs> pre, pre pre COVID, pre COVID. Uh, what was the day in the life? Uh, well, day on Monday morning. Monday morning, get up and do my day job nine to five, and then on Monday I would probably be going to band practice outside Cookstown, uh, where both my daughter and I both were going to get piping lessons. Uh, so we were there with the band getting piping lessons and stuff, and I uh, chatted to folk, got some interviews lined up for the following night, which was Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So Tuesday again, nine to five, do my day job, and then up to Fuse on a Tuesday night to do the rap show, and uh, line stuff up then for Wednesday, because Wednesday, nine to five, do the day job, and then do your podcast on Wednesday. Thursday night, you prep everything for Friday, which you probably have interviews on Friday for your podcast on Wednesday, and then you have competition on the Saturday with pipe bands, or you have a gig or something. Sunday, you collapse in a heap in front of Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> and then you do it all over again. There you go. Other other streaming services are available. Well, they are, I but yeah. Rob, I wanted to ask you as well. Your mm. merch. I see something. Mm. Is that one of your merch bottles? Uh it is, yep. Big Rab Show bottles. Yep. And at what stage in the game? I mean I mean the game, at what stage of um the Big Rab Show podcast did you or was it through the radio show or was it through the podcast you released the, the, the merch? I think uh yeah, we started the merch first before we had the podcast up and running. Right. Um we just about had the website up and running 
about a year or so, a couple of years, I think. And then after that, we had that many American and Canadian Aye. folk all tuning in and asking, did they, do we have a hoodie or something? Aye. I think at that point I had one printed for myself Aye. and then folk wanted to buy one. I think that's when we started with the merch and that. And who do you your merch lift it off. We've got sponsors in. Who did I get my merch through? Um, well, a guy who does basically all the merchandising for pipe bands in Northern Ireland. Oh. Uh, his name's Gary Smith. Mm-hmm. He does all sorts of printing and embroidery and all that for all the, the, the local bands in Northern Ireland. And he knew I'd done a piping show and he, you know, does work for pipe bands. And he says, hey, do you want to sell shirts and stuff? So I said, yeah. <laughs> so we've done a whole the big design thing and everything. And we've got, this is our new logo and all the rest. But yeah, we, we've done a few logos, a few like different trials and stuff. I've got aye. yeah all sorts of different prototypes. So I, it's a bit of a process. It's not easy. You know, I'm certainly not a clothing distributor. I'm more of a podcaster, radio guy. Aye. You know, definitely not a clothing distributor. When somebody asks me, is that an extra large or an extra, extra large? I don't know. <laughs> um, the reason why the Rab Show is doing as well as it is, is because we have sponsors. Uh, yeah. We said at the start of every show, we're sponsored by a company and they there. help pay our, pay our bills, you know. Well, that's it. Yeah, we have G1 Reads, and they're the guys that help kind of pay the bills. And we say that with every episode, so you're under no illusion. We're not here being millionaires. Exactly. We're not here being multimillionaires. These guys have helped pay for this. So, no, let me tell you, Joe, you're probably well-versed in this, man. You're not going to get into podcasting to make money. Yeah, merchandise for ourselves in the Rab Show is more just to be able to give the audience something that they really want you know and um, the, the the reason why we've been selling it is because folk like the brand they love the merch Aye. and we spend a bit of time designing it we make sure that the you know the hoods and stuff that we're using are pretty decent quality and they're going to last for a while they're not going to fall apart in your washing machine and the, <laughs> you know it's cool at a competition when you see someone wearing your hoodie and you're like Aye. ah you're wearing a rap show hood come on over and get a selfie and it's normally a bit of crack then you know well, so people join in on that crack. Talking about, talking about merch, the Joe Show podcast mm. has made mm. the way for trying out a bit of uh, merch for it at the minute. Oh, nice. Where we, nice. There's been a, a, a face covering made, a face mask. Nice, yes. Wanna, and a, the, the, my logo's actually going through several tweaks. If you're if you if you have a keen eye, you'll see on Spotify every week there's a different logo because. I did I designed something and then in the middle of the night I'm sitting maybe four o'clock in the morning diddling away and working on something different and then I think I don't like that first one, so I'll use the second one. And then they're just a vicious circle. So I can't leave it alone. Ah, uh, you're constant constantly tweaking. Yeah. So uh, I've tweaked it again and uh I've actually there's a there's a logo for the radio show, which is the Joe Watson show, but also my Facebook page is called the Joe Watson Show. I never changed that. So the logo there's that logo. But there's also a logo for the podcast. Yes. And it's the Joe Show podcast, obviously. But it's it's the same in the same style as the as the, the, the logo for what will be the radio show and what is the mm-hmm. Facebook page. So the wife and I were waiting, it's coming, and then we're gonna wear it about and see how, how they are, how they fit, what they're like, if they, if they look all right, and then maybe through time we might be releasing them and yeah. uh, 
for the maybe for the twentieth or thirtieth episode thirtieth episode, I might do a wee draw and give one out free for the start just to see how everybody likes them. Why not? Why not, indeed, Joe? So yeah, we had face masks and stuff, and they sold incredibly well. Um, probably at the start of the pandemic when everyone was mad looking face masks, right. we couldn't keep them. Um, really popular, but although I can't wear them. Uh, because my wife says, come on, you plug your show enough. You really have to <laughs> slap your logo on your own face. And I'm right. Okay. Fair enough. You know, so it's okay for other people to wear it you know, but not for me. <laughs> but yeah, I wish you well with that, man. Yeah. It's, it's not easy, you know, putting together a merch line, you know, for anyone listening right now, the design process and all of the prototyping and stuff, you know, it does take time, you know, so yeah, good luck with that, mate. You've got a, a journey in front of you. <laughs> How long into that's the question I was going to ask you, and it'll help me and uh, help anybody listening who want to start a podcast. You, mm-hmm. I see you as a seasoned veteran, you've got 12,000 million episodes. Uh, I've been have. doing that for a while now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at, which sta- what, at which stage in your podcast journey did you decide you were going to have a Patreon account? We started that pretty early on as well. Um, when we had our show sponsor at the very beginning and we started the wheels turning, it was the, one of the first things our listeners asked for, saying, this is great. We know you have a sponsor and all, but how can we support you? Well, we uh-huh. said, right, you can go and buy merch. So we directed them to the website. Here you go. You can buy a T-shirt and all that, and that helps support the show. So then I kind of posed the question after that. Well, we've already bought the merch. Uh-huh. and We have all your shirts. And your hoodies and your face masks and whatnot. But we still want to help support you. But what can we do? And I said, well, not much, really. And then we thought, well, what kind of platforms are there out there for, you know, to give people some extra content? Maybe if they chipped in a bob or two. And then sure enough, Patreon came to the top of the list. So, yeah, that, that was after maybe 10, 15 episodes, something like that. We had it finally up and running. So, yeah we love patreon actually it's quite a cool platform um and you know that's a kind of it's like its own little community as Aye. well you know we have, we have our community of listeners that listen every week you know never miss which is brilliant and everything Aye. that's the reason we do it but we also have our own special community on patreon you mm-hmm. know so it's kind of like you're trying to juggle juggle two different communities one on the podcast and one on patreon it's a bit strange but well worth it. Well, I have a Patreon. Yeah. I have a Patreon thing in on the back on the back burner, so it's already up there. But I haven't promoted it yet because I, I'm not. I don't think I'm just there yet, just yet. Well, you know, if folks want to help support you, Joe, you know, that's the best way that people can do it. Honestly, you know, yeah, chip in a few quid every month. You know, get some extra content for your Aye. for your trouble, and yeah, you know, could be worth doing for sure. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going on to another round. This is this is one of my random questions now. So be sure. be prepared. Love these. If you could be a, if you could be an animal for a day, what would you be? Not why. Just what? Just name an animal, and then I'll ask you another question. Uh, honey badger. Honey badger. Why a honey badger? Honey badgers don't care. Right. And what would you do in that day? You woke up at six o'clock in the morning, you were a honey badger, and you were a honey badger until you went to bed that night. What would you be at that day? Wreck the place. Absolutely wreck the place. Honey badgers are terrible creatures because you can never capture one, really, without coming to blows with them. And I, they're so tough. 
trust me, if you've never Googled a honey badger, uh, you need to. Uh, I've been watching loads of like YouTube clips on honey badgers. They're insane. Like, and they're incredibly intelligent too. Like they're sneaky wee skitters too. But I very intelligent, very aggressive characters. Yeah. I'm guessing you want to be a cat, Joe. No. It's just no. He just likes to be involved. That's my producer. Oh. That's my producer. <laughs> There you go. So, where is honey badgers? Where, where, where do they originate? I'm not sure. I, I, honestly, th- this is only just this past week or two. I've kind of learned about honey badgers, and they're mostly all like honey badger versus crocodile, and a honey badger versus a lion, and <laughs> like these wee things. They're so small, but they're built like tanks. Uh, uh, yeah, a honey badger can take on a lion and whoop its backside. It's it's incredible to watch. Yeah, so go have been watching some honey badger videos now. <laughs> they're they're brilliant. Like they're really really good. <laughs> if I could be an animal for a day, I would be a. I would probably um, a cat. Okay, we'll go with cat for for for. for... Yeah. <laughs> and I would I would lie all day and like me uh me me paws oh, me paws. Yeah, of course you would. <laughs> and yeah, then your paws. Um, tear everything up i would go for everybody's faces i would just be a menace to society as you say and you know incredibly clean art i would sleep all day (laughs) (laughs) you know people talking about dogs and cats and those things people like people don't necessarily learn a cat to lick their face because a cat's tongue's rather rough because it's whippy hairs but people do not mind a dog licking their face and that dog has been licking his lullalies beforehand. Or he's been mm-hmm. cleaning his backside after he's had a... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think I trust dogs more. I, you know, yeah, I do. Cats too. are only your friend because you feed them. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And Mr. <laughs> Mr. Grayson, producer of the of the podcast, says... Or he doesn't say anything because he's a cat. But I mean, he is only my friend never I'm feeding him. Aye, exactly. And a dog's but your friend regardless. My yeah. granddad used to say that if I caught myself or I burnt myself, he would have got me to put my arm or whatever I burnt to the dog and the dog would have licked it. He says, that'll cure it, that'll cure it. And the dog had been licking his beforehand. Right. And he always said that, but I would have cure that, so I'm not, I'll cure that. Mm, yeah, it's like the old saying that if, if you eat or drink something really rough, that'll put hairs in your chest, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, aye. Let the dog lick it. It'll be all right. <laughs> but I'm, I've lost a limb. It's all right. Get the dog licking it. <laughs> lick the stump. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. If you had a day out with Bear Grylls, right? If you had to go a day for, with Bear Grylls, mm-hmm. what one thing would you not do? One thing would I not do with Bear Grylls? Uh... And one thing, and then I will throw something at you. Are you talking about like a wild camping kind of thing? Well, or if you watch girls as a businessman, and you know, if he's given me a tour of his knife factory, <laughs> no, have you seen have you seen his bear girls go wild and he's with different yeah. stars, right? So he was mm-hmm. he was took Rab out for a day and he was Rab was for doing a, a trek around the, the Amazon rainforest. Forest. Right. What one I thing would Rab not want to do? The only thing I wouldn't want to do is to climb anywhere or get up anywhere high. I've I have a terrible fear of heights. So you wouldn't have any. So you, that's the only thing you wouldn't do, right? So you can't take that back. So you'd have no bother drinking your own urine. 
probably not. No, I've drunk worse. And you're no bother squeezing, squeezing a cow pat and drinking this liquid. I've squeezed cow pats before, but I haven't drunk any of them. But no, I... Uh, you know, needs must bear, but you know, if you walk like three or four miles down the road, you'll probably get a Tesco's. You know, <laughs> Isn't that famously like one of Bear Grylls, uh, one of his things was that he was up the Sparren Mountains and really? the wilds of Northern Ireland. And I knew exactly where he was filming it. And if uh-huh. he walked like five miles in that direction, he would have been in Dungiven and he could have went to the uh-huh. bar. You know, why all, are you all kind the of like, a sheep carcass? And, Exactly. Yeah, it was like, why go and start cutting open a sheep and all and getting its guts out? No, I mean, just go and get a Mars bar from the, <laughs> the phone station. Well, that's survival. That's, yeah. you, know, you know, if you were in the middle of the, the Amazon on your own, you couldn't go to a spa or, an, or a, a, a little or a... No, true, this. but, you know, you're in the mountains in Northern Ireland, you walk for long enough, you'll find yourself ah, somewhere you can get that. a sausage roll, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ah, uh, he's an interesting character, our bear now. How's the uh, the video Ulster going? Is it going well? Enjoying it, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's actually, it's yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I've been really kind of enjoying the whole process of it. Every show's different. That's kind of you know that's really what I was going to get into. Every show is different from the last. Like, there's not one episode of Kendra that you can say With. is the same. You know, Aye. everything's different. Yeah. So that, that's kind of, you know, I do enjoy it from one aspect that it is every episode's different, but it also makes it challenging because you're always having to come up with new content. You know, you're you, constantly thinking of ideas. Do you record on a Monday evening or do you record? You're not live, obviously, are you? No, Kintra is pre-recorded, yeah. Uh, we do meet online and it, it changes between Mondays, Tuesdays, when, just whenever anyone's free, really. Uh, but we do try to have all of our items and that ready mm-hmm. for that week. So when the producers and that are putting the scripts together, then they know exactly what stories they're bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's kind of what I would say about the BBC work. It's been it's interesting because every show is different, yeah. And on a Wednesday when I do the Big Grab show goes out, mm-hmm. are, you doing, are you just mainly doing editing on a Wednesday or are you doing, do you do any talking? No, podcast night on a Wednesday, everything's live. Uh, I record everything that night, probably oh. around 7 o'clock, because if any news story was to drop on a Aye. Wednesday and I'm not talking about it, it would seem a bit odd. You know, why, why didn't Rab mention this big thing that happened a few Aye. hours ago? So it's done 7 p.m. I have it all edited, uploaded by about 9 or 10 p.m. that night. So Wednesday night's crunch night. To try and get a uh-huh. podcast done in a few hours. <laughs> so the rap show uh, podcast it's a, is it an hour long or an hour and a half or two hours? Uh, it depends what we're talking about. You know, if we have bigger news stories that need more time to cover, and uh-huh. yeah, the podcast can go on for a bit. But uh-huh. on average, about an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah. So uh, and how long in real time is that? Really, I suppose that's maybe. See, I I love the way you know how it goes behind the scenes, Joe. And you know, podcast could be an hour and a half in your ears, but you know, um, rightly that person behind the mic had spent a little bit more time. So yeah, uh, you're averaging about two hours worth of recording time, aye. and then about an hour, hour, hour and a half, maybe sometimes on some edits. Depends on on who you're talking to, really. Yeah. You know, the Joe show. Um, it, uh, whenever I was on uh, that other one, um, Anchor. Anchor. 
I recorded it live, uh, and then uh, I could have a wee. I could um, stop and have one of a break, and it, mm-hmm. I, it, it didn't need any software. Anchor was logged on. You had the app on the phone, and you just went talked about. It, and then you went and left it. We might get talk about more. Now that I'm with Podbean, that's yeah. all. Uh, you have to re- record it yourself. Mm-hmm. You, you have, have to have it pre-produced. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, um, uh, and on average. The show show goes between say thirty minutes to maybe an hour, depending on if I've like the tonight show. Today's show will probably be an hour, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've we've been sitting here for an hour talking. Wow! Where <laughs> did that go? There you go. So, you know, it'll probably be either an hour or close to there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I I I really really have been enjoying this this process, and I've been enjoying. I'm proud of, you know, it's quite a body of work. Like ourselves now, we're in 220-something plus episodes. I see. You, you've been doing that for 220-plus weeks. Yeah, because ours is definitely a, a weekly thing. You know, we've every week without veil, even over the holidays, it can be quite relentless. Yeah. You know, and that, that's one of the things, you know, that you'll, you'll get to kind of know. Kind of, I'm not kind of belittling you by any means, but you are still kind of just Aye. starting in the scene. But once you have about 20 yeah. episodes under your belt, you'll kind of take stock and go, right, 20 episodes, flip, right? I have to do it, make another 20 and another 20, you know, and you'll see the mountain stretching ahead of you. But though, yeah, uh, see, whenever you're counting episodes like that, that's when you're not Aye. really enjoying it. Oh, I, oh, I love so it. I love it. Just kind of not focus on the numbers. Aye. Yeah, just keep going, man. Yeah, I, your podcasts are brilliant. I'm really enjoying it. And uh, sometimes your mindless ramblings are fantastic. You know, like, for instance, I wanted to talk to you about, well, one of my favorite streaming services, if we're not mentioning them. But, yeah, the one that begins with an N. <laughs> and I've been kind of power watching a lot of stuff over there this last while because, you know, work has slacked off. We're now coming into the Easter period, so we get some time um, off. So... I've been watching a couple of things on there. I've been wanting to know, have you seen them? Have you seen, there's a Formula One documentary on there called Drive to Survive. Have you ever seen it? I haven't actually, but I've, 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 it's it's something I'm going to actually go and look at because you've talked about it. It's really good, actually. I think they just released the third season of it where they follow all the drivers, all the cars, the teams. It's very cool, actually. I, I never really watched Formula One. I kind of did whenever Eddie Irvine was there. Um, but that, that was it. But I would like, yeah, go and check that out. Also, I know you're a comedy fan. Mm-hmm. and uh, I know you love The Office with Ricky Gervais. I think you've mentioned that to me before, that you really mm-hmm. like watching The Office. No? I never uh, the have office. you ever watched... Have you watched the American version? I have watched a couple of episodes, yes, because I like the Steve. Version. I like Steve Carell. Yeah. I see, I like him too, and that was the whole yeah. reason I started watching it. And, uh, you know, that American comedians don't seem to do cringe humour as good mm-hmm. as what the UK folks do. Ricky, uh, Ricky's a good cringe, man. Oh, for sure. Like, Ricky would sit on something and not jump in with a punchline. He would not let... dance that he did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he would just let it sit at that. Steve Carell and all that. He would kind of... He would let it sit, but then feel the need to... Oh, and this is the funny bit. He would jump in with a, a punchline. You don't need to. No. Just let the awkwardness yep. sit there. And that's what's funny. 
So I, I've been watching The Office and Formula One. Cool. Yeah. So what have you been watching this last while, mate? I never ever thought I would ever be into this sort of thing, but I've been watching the wife been watching a lot of crime dramas. We Ooh, nice. we are big fans of Line of Duty. So like, Line of Duty that's a brilliant show, man. You watch like, it, yeah, really good. I think I watched the first season of it. I want to get back into it again. Like, like, the, man, Ted, Hastings, like Ted Hastings, your man Adrian Dunbar from Northern Ireland. Yes, yes. He puts in all the know, One of the things I love doing, actually, yeah, <laughs> I love picking out where they actually filmed it. So, oh, I know ah. that street. And I know I know a guy lives there. And <laughs> that chip shop's not there. What, what street are they on? You know, I'd love doing that. It's one of those things. We hit pause more times than we're watching it. Have you taken <laughs> if you Sky? Yeah. So we got Sky in the day. Oh, brilliant, yeah. So uh, we never had Sky before. We we always had the ceiling, but now we've done. <laughs> no, we do. We, we got Sky in the day, and I have to say now, it's still a novelty that I can just phone my man, she's sitting watching Emmerdale, or, or she was watching something today, just on ITV, all the channels are available, and I put it on, and I was had, had the, 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 the show on the TV, and I went, paused. She's like, hey, how did you do that? And I was like, da but uh, yeah. so uh, the, the other one was Marcello. We watched. You didn't see that ITV. Marcello, no. Tell that me about that, Joe. Season three was filmed in Belfast. Right. It's, okay. It's Anna Friedman. If you've heard of her, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she plays Marcello, and she's a, a detective. And in this one, she's undercover as some doll, but she's gone bad. So. She's undercover as this doll and the big family who are crime lords from somewhere like Temple Patrick or somewhere. As Temple mm-hmm. Patrick, like, you know, with this big, yeah. like, big mansion in Temple Patrick or uh, it's not Larne, because no, it wouldn't be Larne. Somewhere around Temple Patrick, Belfast area. Mm-hmm. And uh, the things they get up to and uh, it's really one to watch. And uh, you see... Oh. You see the different places where they have filmed in Belfast. Oh, I know that, as you say, I know that street. Well, there's Busham. Yeah, yeah. Are you still a fan of Busham? Love it, Joe. But since the pandemic came in, obviously you can't go and get a Busham anymore because they're. Have shot. you tried making your own? I have. They have like a home delivery thing now where they send you the ingredients home and you cook it yourself. So. It's all a bit of a faff, really, trying to cook it all. And I'm not a chef by any means, but I managed to put one together and hmm. cured my craving. It was nice. It wasn't as nice, but still okay. Like, oh, but my Would be one of those things you want to come to Marfelt? Oh, without question. Yep, yep, without question. Although, whenever I stopped working in Belfast and I stopped eating Boujum every day, all I right. started losing weight, you know. <laughs> and they lost, they lost a lot of profit. Oh, they did all right. I was spending a fortune in there. You and me, you and me went to Bishop Monte. What were did, we doing? Yeah. What were we doing in Belfast that day? Uh, you were up with Chris Pollock for fixtures at that time. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Then you, the- and me, you and me went to Belfast one time too. We we were interviewing some band. Yes. Uh, who was it? Braybrack. Braybrack. Yes. We were interviewing them. Uh, they were in the Don Cairn Centre, I think. Yeah. So yeah, we went to Boojum, filled her face, and uh, I 
see me and burritos, tacos, all that Mexican food, man. I could eat it till it's coming out of my ears. It's unbelievable. That's something I must. Uh, you brought me back to fixtures there. I have. I did a, like a, a an audio play with them. I mean, brilliant. Yeah. Whatever happened to that? I don't remember. I, I, I think I did a few talks with it about it and used it, but you know, it's it's somewhere. I, I it must be on YouTube somewhere. It has to be. I must get Chris to look it out for me. He doesn't work yeah. anymore. We're, no, no. But I, I would like to hear that. Yeah, I, I don't think I ever did hear it. So no, it's worth taking out, Joe. But I'm gonna take sure. it out. But I remember my first my first vision. Mm. It was my first vision was was actually underwhelming. But the second one was like wow. This is cool. <laughs> but yeah. I noticed whenever I left Marfelt, um, they had the the what was it, um, what do you call it, the that pizza company, Domino's. Domino's, yeah. Other other pizza companies are available, but Domino's they they came to Marfelt, and I was like, right, yeah. Do you know Domino's and Korean doesn't deliver the ball of money? What really? They don't deliver. Chippers, it's just down the road. You have to go to uh, Ballyboogie. Oh, for goodness sake. That's a lot of nonsense. But the Domino's and chains like that are so expensive for the food. They are. They're massively you know, expensive. Way too expensive. You can produce just as good quality food oh. yourself at home for half the price. Probably more than that. Absolutely. Yeah. But no, me and Mexican food, oh, I could eat it until I'm the size of a house. Oh, absolutely love it. I've recently fallen in love with um not it's not it's uh, not tacos, but it's that other thing. Uh, burritos. I suppose mm-hmm. isn't it? Is, is burritos or something different? Yeah, yeah, that's what you get in, in Bujum, yeah. You get burrito, yeah. We make burritos at home, but they're as I say, they're not Bujum. We don't put in like rice and things like that, but we make chicken and put a bit of cheese and those uh, El Cajon or what or no, what do you call them? The yellow packets and the red light, and you know those ones. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a del- on, the wraps things or whatever. Yeah, I but no. Uh, whenever the pandemic's over, I'm going to Belfast for a vision. You're going to have to tie me down to the chair, man, to keep me away. I I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, like you can get a regular chippy and stuff here at home and all that. That's nice. You get a fish supper and that, but nah, I give me a plate full of burrito any day, man. No. Oh, you're making me hungry, Joe. <laughs> well, I think, as I say, all good things come to an end, and I think Aww. we've had. I've had a fantastic time. Mate, it's been great being on the podcast. Actually, thank you. And um, I have to say, keep up the show, great work. And yeah. twenty thirty shows, we'll get you back on again. Yeah, yeah. I was to say, just do it twenty episodes at a time. You know, you'll see that road in front of you. Hi. No, man. Seriously, I know. I know you say sometimes you think you're talking to yourself. You really aren't. You know, if you're putting out an episode, someone's listening. Yeah. Well, I've just so you know, I'm noticing the listen figures are growing and growing, and I'm just thinking, why? But they're growing, and growing, and going really well. You know, Rob, thank you very, very much for being my co-host. It's been fantastic having you on the the podcast. Um, well, you want me? Do you want to close us out? Sure. You want to give all the the links? Before you you start, do you know all the links? Do you know where where people should go to and what to do? Nah, you can do all that, man. Yeah, you probably know better than me. I'll give you you a wee hint, all right? Uh, Follow me on Twitter, Joe G. Watson. Joe G. Watson? Yes, on Twitter. Twitter. Oh, Joe. He's class. The the Facebook page. What's the Facebook page, Rob? Joe Watson Show. Where can you listen to the show at? Uh, JoeWatchingShow.com No. 
That's not unusual. Spotify. Spotify, Spotify yes. Stitcher, Podbean, all those usual places where you can find podcasts. Absolutely. So Rob, Google Podcast as well, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Yes. Search everywhere. You can find it. So Rob, it's over to you to say goodbye. So Indeed. Joe, thanks, man, for having me. Seriously. Um, honestly, I hope to be back again on another Joe Show pod. Uh, this has been fun. Just talking about something else other than bagpipes, honestly. <laughs> <sighs> Seems to be any time I turn this mic on, I'm talking about bagpipes all the time. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for having me, man. Seriously. And good luck with the rest of your podcast and going forward. Thanks, Joe. That was big Rob and me. And uh, I hope you enjoyed that because Rob and me both enjoyed recording that. And uh, what a great, great time. And uh, it was fun. A great time to catch up as well because we don't see each other very often. But again, Rob, thanks very much for coming on the episode. And thanks for listening. And folks, thanks you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Because I wouldn't be here with it if it wasn't for you. And a big announcement to make that on episode 20, which is two episodes away, uh, one episode away actually, because next week's 19 and then the following week's 20. So on the 20th episode we'll be changing our time slot. We'll no longer be available from Wednesdays at 5. We'll be available on Spotify at every other podcast place from Fridays at 7. Because it gives me a chance to look at the news and share what the news has been. Instead of doing what I do now, recorded on a Saturday night beforehand, so it was produced for Wednesday evening, and then you're listening to the news that I'm talking about that's from two weeks ago. So that doesn't really make sense, does it? But all that's left for me to say is cheerio, folks. Thanks very much for listening in. Remember to like us on Facebook at the Joe Watson Show. You can uh, tweet. You can tweet me at Joe G Watson. You can follow me there. You can email us at thejoeshowpod at gmail.com. You don't have to leave your name. I'll not read out your email address or your name. Just come on there. Tell me where you're listening in from. Ask me questions. Get you know, Ask me things that I can talk about. Or tell me something that's happened in your neighbourhood. Again, you don't have to leave your name or anything. I'll not read out your email address. I'll just say, this is from Anonymous. Ah, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. I hope that, I hope that helps. And that because uh, I know maybe some people are put off by the, the host reading out their name or whatever. But anyway, folks, uh, all that's left for me to say is thanks for listening. Cheerio. God bless. Look after yourselves. Keep the face masks on. And catch us all next week. <laughs>